I just want to give a follow-up to what I was talking about yesterday. So it cost $456 just to have all that that glue that leaked out, sprayed out of, out of the truck, uh, the trailer, and off the DOT bar, and off the ground and everything. $456, right? Okay. Which I always think is kind of weird when it's always a consecutive number. Like, I feel like people just make it. It's, it was, you know, $456.78, <laughs> right? So, four, five, six. And uh, I was like, okay. But here, am I the a-hole? <laughs> I guess this is my morning question. <laughs> I don't think it's fair that we have to pay for their leaky valve on their equipment that they loaded in the truck that we had nothing to do with. We didn't secure it. They sealed it. They closed the doors, everything. We had no say in any of that. So should we be the ones to pay for the mess that their load created? No. And they're disagreeing with that. Which is dumb. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm like, um... Hello, why? You know, it's like, oh, we need an EFS for it. Yeah, no problem, sir. You know, we'll we'll delay it out a couple of weeks on your check. I'm sorry, you should delay it out indefinitely on my check. You know, right now, $456 is any of my bills. We've knocked our electricity bill down, water bill, city bill, everything. It's like 456 bucks is a thing. It's an actual thing. The only thing it doesn't cover is, you know, um, what? My, my car payment or the truck payment, big bit payments, you know? It's like, okay. So, yeah, just whatever and i'm not gonna let go of it i just think that's it's it's kind of stupid that i'm going to pay for something that you guys acknowledge that you guys screwed up and it's also going to the same company right Mm -hmm. so it's not like we're taking it from company a and delivering it to company b we're not going from a food manufacturer to walmart right this is the equivalent of us going from walmart to walmart and Walmart loaded the trailer, and then we took it to Walmart, and then Walmart said the trailer wasn't ro- loaded right, and things were defective, and hey, you know what, we're going to take it all, but, you know, hey, you know how the paint exploded in your trailer? Yeah, you're going to have to pay to fix that. No. No, that's, that's not how it works. So, yeah, so this, this one is going to be... This one's going to be a situation. So, and how are you liking the John Wick movies so far? Um, I, I'm enjoying them. Um, they're the kind of movies that I would have watched with my dad. And I'm just like, I don't know why him and I never watched any. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, yeah, I, I, I enjoy them. I, I love movies like that where it's all action and, you know, it's enough of a serious movie that still has little jokes in it every once in a while. And, uh, Mm-hmm. It's just it's also fun t- because I enjoy watching movies with all of us because it's fun to make fun of movies. So my favorite person in the entire movie is the concierge. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, absolutely. He is my 100% my favorite person in the end. Like, you know, a lot of like the non-main character type situation. He's just like he's like, you know, took care of the dog. <laughs> he just he's just recommending that you have this to eat would you like this and he's just very much there attentive and taking care of everything so yeah i i I enjoy him and and the attitude that he has but the next one is just very very much you can see what the setup is for it right because the next one's going to be everybody hunting him so Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, interesting. So, and uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. So, but anyways, with that said, good morning. Welcome to the morning grind on the stew podcast on everything where I should figure out something different to say in that part instead of saying good morning twice. But I'm not, but I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. <laughs> and we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. See, for those people who actually think that's just a recorded segment of me talking really that fast. No, it's just what I actually do. So, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so how many national days do we have today? Uh, one national, two war- world. Oh, okay, globals. I'll take them. Um, so I'm sure that a lot of people already know, but it is World No Tobacco Day. Cool. So, World No Tobacco Day is observed around the world every year on May 31st. It is intended to be. Uh, it is. It is intended to encourage 24 hours of abstinence from all forms of tobacco consumption around the globe. The day is further expected to draw attention to the widespread prevalence of tobacco use and to adverse health effects, which currently lead to more than seven million deaths each year worldwide, including 890,000 of which are the result of non-smokers being exposed to secondhand smoke. The World Health Organization estimates worldwide there are 1.1 billion tobacco smokers and nearly 350 million smokeless tobacco users. Health is like money. You never know the value of it until you've lost it. So, obviously, to observe World No Tobacco Day, visit the No Tobacco website, support the creation of smoke-free public places, workplaces, and public transportation, and publicize toll-free quit-smoking phone numbers. And obviously, share your stories and your experiences on social media. So, I remember our, uh, like, drug-free weeks in school and things like that, Mm -hmm. where they would have the... um, it was Project Alert and things like that, that we had a whole day where, um, or a whole week where we would uh, educate everybody and, you know, people would pledge to never do drugs or never smoke and things like that. And um, I, <laughs> I hold those kind of seriously. There's never a world where I want to smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I don't understand tobacco use. I don't, um, it, it's not something that I've ever turned to because it's like I need it. And I guess, you know, I'm privileged to be able to sit here and say that there's never been a point where I've been, you know, low enough in my life or peer pressured enough in my life that I've smoked a cigarette. Because I think it's funny that, like, you know, they, they try to have, like, kids act out all those things and they're mm-hmm. never how it actually happens. There's a general idea nope. for some of them that are like, yeah, that, you know situation is realistic but the way that it played out is not and things like that because yeah it's cheesy to sit there and have them be like ah no that's bad for you do you know blah 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 it's like no and nobody's gonna do that but I've had several people try to you know offer me things that and I've been like no that's no thanks I'm just not into that I don't get it and I remember you know (laughs) I remember that I did, uh, I have offended people several times, and I don't care that I do, because it's something that um, specifically, uh, and I know it's, you know, no tobacco day, but I wanted to Mm -hmm. specifically talk about nicotine, because uh, nicotine is addictive, and people don't realize it, and people are so, like, it's become such a, you know, people wanted to rid the stigma on all the things that have to do with, you know, well, people are doing it anyways and it's not banned and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, people drink alcohol and it's not good for them, but blah, 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 like things like that. And so nicotine has kind of fallen into that. And with, you know, vaping being a more prevalent thing Mm -hmm. in the, in right now, 
um, people that have, you know, vapes and vape all the time going, well, at least I'm not smoking a cigarette, but they're not vaping no nicotine. They need to vape. And they don't, they, you know, all of them tell that everybody says it all the time. Well, I could stop vaping if I wanted to, but I don't want to. It's like, okay, I, that's not what I'm saying. The problem is, is that no, you couldn't. You, people say that because they think it's going to be that easy. But all the time, anytime we're around anybody that smokes cigarettes or they have, you know, they vape with nicotine or anything like that, they get to a point where they're inside hanging out with us. And I'm still so not used to it because people sit around and they start to get the jitters and everything and they're being weird and I just notice that they're being weird and you can call it out like no mm-hmm. I can understand you need to go you know take out you know take a hit from your vape oh you need to go outside and you know to smoke you're, you're getting to that point and I'm like what that's how who wants to live like that that is like you're just funneling money out to this thing that you have to have because you've addicted you've gotten to the point where you're addicted to it I just don't understand it I don't think it's cool I don't think anything about it is attractive I've never understood it by any stretch of the imagination I literally despise it so much I I literally I have offended so many people saying yeah there's no world where I need to have any nicotine in my life because being addicted to something that has no health benefit on my life whatsoever is not useful to me and people mm-hmm. get like absolutely like oh, oh, well I could quit if I wanted to I'm like okay then let me see it well I don't want to exactly because you wouldn't <laughs> it's like you don't get it you think oh well it's harmless mm-hmm. I think it you look childish there is not a single adult on this planet that I've ever seen pull up one of those tiny little bright hot yellow or pink vapes and uh, and like it's like no it's childish I think it's stupid you're you look like a teenager there's no part of it that's cool to me I I don't understand it's I've tried to to be like you know what I understand with the zero nicotine things and I have a vape and it was just one of those things that I was like you know what this was kind of stupid of a decision to make because I realized after the fact that yeah it was 100% me trying to fit in and be cool but it's not cool and I don't care about things like that I thought it was cool because the first time that we had come around and you had a vape mm-hmm. And I genuinely enjoyed it because we were out on the road and I was bored out on the road and it was something that was great, zero nicotine, but at home it's not the same. It it really just isn't. It fell out of, like, there's nothing, for what? It's not like I'm sitting around bored and instead of eating, this is what I'm doing. It's it's just there. I'm just doing Mm -hmm. it because what? somebody else is doing it and that's really what it came down to and people that are like in denial of, oh, I, I don't vape because other people do it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Oh, I don't smoke because somebody else said, yes, you do. 100% yes, you do. Nobody wakes up one day and goes, you know what? I feel like smoking a cigarette and not have anybody else having, no, and never having smelled it, never have anybody else do it. And you know what? I'm just curious. No, 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 no. You literally had somebody else at some point in your life be a smoker and you said, you know what? I want to try that because, you know, you're doing it. Not because I want to. No, 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 no. That is never how it's been. It's because someone else did it. You caught up the habit and now it's a thing that you do. And I hate when people use the excuse of like, no, I do this because I want to. Well, why do you want to? Is it because you enjoy be having to be outside every 30 minutes to smoke a cigarette? Because That's you're <laughs> actually as, as somebody who used to smoke, that was 100 percent what it was. See, the problem that, that I had when I worked at Vallejo Sanitation and Flood Control, and my, actually, I can go back even further than that. So um, my my first job, right, which it wasn't my first job, but my first job job was was working at McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I worked at McDonald's, what I found out was that if you smoked, you got to go outside every half every every hour or so for seven, eight minutes, just take a break. And it didn't count on your 15-minute break or anything like that. You just got to take that. I was like, okay. 
And so I grabbed a cigarette. So it'll be my first time grabbing a cigarette, right? Then when I went to Vallejo Sanitation and Flood Control, my first summer there, it was the same thing. We're all there working. We're out there, and, and this is we're talking about June, July, and August, right? And guess what? Guess guess the only time you got to stop working except for except for lunch was a cigarette break. So everybody smokes. So okay, well, I'll take a cigarette. Then same thing. Every chef knows this plight. Every single cook knows this plight. That the only way you get to have a break at any greasy spoon is like I need to grab a smoke, and it's the only time that nobody bothers you. Except other smokers. You saw it, I think, when you worked at Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they all got out and took how how unf- And don't get me wrong. It is completely unfair that you were not allowed to just go out there and stand out there while they were standing out there smoking mm-hmm. just because you needed a reset, too. But back then, that was the only option to getting that reset. You sit and you work through, um, you know, a two hour rush of a kitchen. Right. And you just want you need a cigarette. You just you just need to but your brain you don't need a cigarette you just need to stop. I I knew Scott when I worked at one of the restaurants that I worked at that I won't say because I think he still actually worked at the restaurant I don't want to get him in trouble but his thing was he would come up go to the bar grab a Budweiser go out back and his his cigarette break was a Budweiser so but he you know it was he would do it one an hour it didn't get you drunk or anything like that it just helped him get through everything because he didn't want to smoke. It's like, okay, but for most places, the only time that, hey, I'm going to take a smoke break. Okay. That's literally the only time they get it. And it's stupid. It's wrong. And it's horrible for you. And I've seen what the effects of long-term smoking do to people. And I see what cigarettes, you know, they're, and they're so expensive, Mm -hmm. right? That it just, I feel for them. (laughs) So yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to put that in there. I, (laughs) okay. I I lost my train of thought. (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, I was just answering to your question on that. So, but that's okay. It's looks smoking is bad. Tobacco is bad. Nicotine is bad. All the additives in cigarettes are bad. And honestly, there needs to just be a better way to have it. So we can go 24 hours without it. No problem. Cause I have a cigar. What you can probably count on one hand, the number of cigars that I've had since we've been together. Right. Well, yeah. Because they've all been since we, in the last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Yeah. It's like, and what, three? So I think it's probably the number. So, yeah, it's just, anyways. <laughs> Sorry, so what's our next day? Oh, it's a world, international day, right? Yeah, it's just World Parrot Day. Okay. Hey, awesome. So I like that. <laughs> every year on May 31st, World Parrot Day highlights the threat to wild and captive parrots throughout the world. It's also a day to learn more about this intelligent and magnificent bird. When you picture a parrot, you probably think of a colorful bird that talks or mimics sounds. Both of these things are true of most parrots, but not all of them. Even the parrots that can't talk are still considered intelligent. Mm -hmm. The most intelligent parrot is the African gray parrot. A particular bird of this species named Alex was believed to have the intelligence of a Mm five-year-old. Alex knew colors, shapes, and over a hundred English words. Besides the African gray parrot, other types of parrots include... Uh, cockatiels, fishers love birds, monk parakeets, cockatoos, um, Amazon parrots, and macaws. Currently, there are about 350 species of parrots around the world. Nearly half of these species are endangered. About a quarter of all parrot species are critically endangered. The destruction of habitats, hunting, and the illegal trade of wild parrots are all reasons certain species have become endangered. Here are some more interesting facts about parrots. Some parrots live for over 60 years. Mm -hmm. Parrots in the wild usually mate for life. A parrot's beak is so strong it can break open a metal cage. The largest parrot, yes, the, it can. the 
uh, cockapoo. Mm-hmm. Okay, weighs up to nine pounds and can't fly. Mm-hmm. In India, it's against the law to put parrots and other birds in a cage. One more wild and crazy fact is that a group of parrots is called a pandemonium. This is quite fitting, considering the word pandemonium means wild and noisy. So to observe World Parrot Day, the World Parrot Trust, located in London, organizes a variety of events on this day. Many of these events take place at zoos across the UK. Zoos in other countries, such as the United States and New Zealand, also encourage the public to visit their parrot exhibitions. To participate, check out the parrots at your local zoo or bird sanctuary, learn about the different kinds of parrots, donate to a a parrot conservation organization or parrot rescue group, watch a nature documentary on parrots, such as Parrot Confidential, and read about these famous parrots. Um, and share your favorite photo, video, or story of a parrot or yours if you have one on social media. So I will obviously chose this one because we have an African Grey. <laughs> His name's Congo. We've talked about him. You can check out a really funny story on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. about him because um, he's crazy. <laughs> and we all love him for it. Uh, he's downstairs. He's in the living room. We record upstairs because if we recorded anywhere near him, you would never hear the end of his high-pitched screeching noise that he makes whenever anybody's trying to do something important because mm-hmm. it's his favorite thing to do. Or he'll sit back there and because we talk you know he can tell he's he's intelligent he can tell when we're talking into something versus when we're talking to each other so he'll start making the same noise over and over again or saying hello bye bye oh i love you i love you and he'll just keep saying that because he'll think we're talking on the phone and so it, we cannot have him anywhere near us when we do this and we found that out the hard way when we first started recording because uh yeah we first started when we first started this podcast we were downstairs and mm-hmm. he was downstairs and we had to move him upstairs and then we started recording upstairs and then we had to put him in either mine or nikki's rooms because he was so loud that he was being picked up on the mics and then we just finally brought him back downstairs and we have our permanent setup upstairs so you know yeah, it's not been, a g-rated parrot oh so. yeah no 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 no. he, 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 he likes not, he's to not five-year-old intelligence he is probably good three and a half four-year-old intelligence mm-hmm. and, and like he knows when we sit there and it's it's kind of annoying he does things like when we're trying to discipline the dogs and tell them no and then he's like no yep. go lay down oh wow right right and like but at least it's better than when i first got him because when I first got him, he would not only, he would make the animal noises of the animal in trouble, right? And but but now he's just he does the little sadistic things. Like the cats come in the room if he wants one of the cats because the cats are smart. The cats are now smart. They're like, no, we're not going anywhere near him, right? We know that all three cats have at one point or another had an interaction with him, so he kind of gives up on it. But when there's a new cat around, he's like, eh, kitty, 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 mm-hmm. and tries calling the cats over and like, oh, and Tempest. I think Tempest and him are just now buddies. Because Tempest yeah. is just too stupid, and he's just like, I don't want to really hurt you. <laughs> yeah, because the, the problem is is that I think that he's finally understanding that Tempest is not Nina. Because for mm-hmm. the longest time, when, oh, we, when we lived in our old house in Sacramento, we had a cat, Amy's cat, and her name was Nina. And she passed away. It was not a great thing. Um, mm-hmm. And when we moved out here, Tempest showed up on our doorstep, like, um, what was that, two months after we moved into the house and, like, everybody was here? It was literally our first thunderstorm, so it wasn't long that we were living out here, and she showed up at our doorstep. Black cat, same colored eyes. She has different, she's mixed with a tabby cat, though, but you can't tell when she's in the house because she has to be laying in the sun for mm-hmm. you to see the stripes amongst her black fur. And so she literally looks like it, all Congo sees is, oh, hey, that's Nina, black cat, got it. And so for the first year of us having Tempest, he was just calling mm-hmm. her Nina in the same way that Amy would call Nina when she was trying to call her inside or when she was trying to get her to go outside because Nina was going deaf because she was nearing yeah. the end of her life. It just she didn't get to live out the last of it. And so 
we it was abrupt and Congo didn't understand that obviously and so hey black cat you know new place it's probably Nina and it was hurting everybody because he was just calling her Nina forever and we were like it's not Nina Congo that's Tempest and it was really hard mm. um but now he finally has stopped calling her Nina he doesn't say Nina anymore he's trying to say Tempest and it's very obvious that he's trying to say Tempest because he doesn't mm. just say kitty kitty anymore so it is cute that he's doing that. Um, he's just now starting to understand Roxy, but it's not Roxy. It's like, Rah! like when he's mm-hmm. saying it, like he's not barking. It's very obvious he's trying to say Roxy, but he's just not there yet. And it's kind of funny, but it's more so, I think, because there's a lot less now that I do chastise Roxy because she is still younger and still very impressionable. So anybody, you know, gets like the big, you you know, lay down and she's like, oh, and I don't have to call Roxy again after that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Sky and Jack where they just take it upon themselves to get up whatever they feel like half the time. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll be sitting in the living room. He's in the living room and we have all of the dog bags in the living room. And it is funny because he will tattletale on the dogs because we'll be in the kitchen cooking. And then Sky likes to go over to his cage and try to eat all of his food off of the ground that he doesn't eat because mm-hmm. he, he makes a mess. He's a very messy bird. <laughs> and so Sky's favorite thing is to just wander on over there and eat all of the crumbs off the ground. And so we'll be in the kitchen and suddenly we'll hear, go lay down. No, bad dog. And we'll be like, oh God. And then we'll come over and sure enough, <laughs> Sky will be scurrying away because she knows that, dang it, you just told on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. And then the same thing with Jack-Jack. Jack-Jack likes to take it upon himself to come and sit at joey's door upstairs Mm -hmm. which is annoying because there's nothing up here for him if everybody's downstairs and he has a bed downstairs but for some reason every once in a while he decides he'd rather sit on the hardwood in front of your door Uh, nobody understands it but yeah he'll just he because he's so small he can sneak by and just disappear and nobody will know until we hear congo saying go lay down go lay down and we're like oh god and then we'll see you know sky's there and jack jack will be nowhere we'll be like jack Mm -hmm. (laughs) but he he for the longest time because he is intelligent he makes the connections to what's going on um it was very funny my personal stories because i you know whenever anybody comes around they're not used to him Mm -hmm. and like all of us we we sit here and we have people over and they start laughing or like what are you laughing at (laughs) because it's so background noise when he's sitting there saying something funny and they're like oh my god it's just your bird and we're like oh yeah what did he say because it's just it's not there Mm -hmm. but when i first showed up oh my god I, I realized quickly because uh, we lived in a, you know, very common neighborhood setup where we had, you know, neighbors behind us and to both sides of us in the old house. And Sky and Jack were in the backyard like all the time because they were not able to be kept inside because they would tear trash to shreds. They would find it. They would eat it. They would absolutely terrorize mm-hmm. this poor house. <laughs> it was already not big enough to fit all of us. And so they had to be in the backyard on most um, for most of the day. And they were outside, and I was inside just cleaning, minding my own business, and the dogs started barking, and we're not, you know, don't want them barking and causing, you know, issues with anybody that knows and lives next to a neighbor with dogs. It's annoying, and so I know that, so, you know, I'd go out there, open the back door, and say no, and then the dogs would come back over, and they'd, you know, calm down, whatever. But Congo cut on to that being what I was doing, and so he would hear the dogs bark, and he would start saying no, bad dogs and I, before i even like got the chance to get to one of the doors and then we would have the door back door open and the screen closed and so he would be chastising the dogs and nobody had to go over there because the dogs for the longest time thought it was one of us mm-hmm. and so it was hilarious he was taking care of it we didn't have to worry about it and it was very funny and then he caught on and he started saying things it a lot more in certain people's voices and jack jack is amy's dog and mm-hmm. so 
he can do Amy's voice almost perfectly. Oh yeah, to no. the point that he has confused all of us so, so many times. There, and I'm sure we mentioned it before. There was a time where one of the times that all of us were home, we were big hanging out. Amy was upstairs, and Joey was in the kitchen, and he called Amy, and Congo said, "Yeah." And Joey thought it was Amy and started talking. And I was like, <laughs> and all of me and Tabby were the ones in the room. And we started busting up laughing because it was like, no, Joey, that was Congo. And you're like, what? And I was like, Congo just said that. And you were like, man. <laughs> and then you had to walk out into the foyer to mm-hmm. call her because she didn't hear him. And so it was very funny. And he's had arguments with people. He'll argue with Amy and it's hilarious. He'll argue with the girls he's, and it's hilarious. He's won in arguments with Amy. Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> she tells that story because he literally got here, got her <laughs> to to come out to him. She didn't want to come out to him, so he just started fighting, and so she fought back. And and he and he's like, "You want to fight?" And she's like, "What?" And she's on the other side of the house, <laughs> and he's like, "Come here." And she come and she like comes in there. She's like, "What now?" And he goes, "Hi," because he got her to come out, which is what he wanted in the first place. Yeah. And then what did he do? He made the water noise. Yeah, and he Congo doesn't say water. Yeah, because no. we don't say water. Congo makes the noise of water pouring yep perfectly yep because so perfectly that there have been times that people have thought water was spilling somewhere because of the fact that he makes that sound so well it's it's insane the amount of things that he can do and say and the things that he has said before that doesn't say a lot Mm -hmm. anymore or like doesn't say at all and if we say it enough he'll start to say it again it's just it's crazy he's also a little butt face every once in a while because Mm -hmm. he loves to mess with people when they're trying to give him a snack because his his three things are want a peanut cracker and grapes and he loves saying grapes because he loves the whistling sound that he gives for the s at the end i don't know who said it that had a whistle in their teeth but he he literally cannot stop as soon as you get him on saying grapes it's too late it's over but he loves grapes more than anything else he doesn't even want peanuts that much anymore he wants grapes Mm -hmm. all the time and we don't have grapes in the house very often and so he'll we'll be like oh you know he'll start sitting over there saying it grapes grapes and we'll go oh congo we don't have any grapes and he'll sit there for a second thinking and he'll say grapes and we'll be like we don't have any and then he'll sit there for a second and go cracker and we'll be like okay yeah we, we have crackers we can bring you a cracker and then we'll start bringing over a cracker he'll see we have the cracker and then we'll put it next to him and he'll go grapes and we'll be like congo no it's a cracker and he'll look at it and then look at you and go grapes and we'll be like congo <laughs> and people like he's started to he's gotten to the point where he won't mess with me anymore because you know i will 100 percent not give it to him if he mm-hmm. does that but to everybody else oh man he messes with tabby so hard because tabby will literally be like i'm trying and then she'll turn around to walk away he'll go cracker she'll turn back around he'll say grapes she'll be like congo no and turn back around he'll go cracker and she'll turn back around he'll go grapes and so he he knows what he's doing it's hilarious how smart he is and yes he messes with everybody in this house and thinks it's hilarious if mm-hmm. we tell something that he is understanding and thinks it's funny he'll laugh before anyone else does because he genuinely understands the joke it is insane how smart he is and yeah so we we've been wanting to get him friend because but you know again if you check out the video <laughs> <laughs> to happen the mm-hmm. last time that a friend was tried to you know be introduced to congo uh yeah you'll understand why he doesn't have any friends <laughs> so so yeah and then our last day um because we're running out of time here is national flip-flop day each year on the Wednesday after Memorial Day national flip-flop day encourages us to wear our favorite flip-flops and show them off Thong-style sandals are by no means new to footwear. They've been around for thousands of years. However, the term flip-flop has uh, applied to 
has been applied to flat-soled sandals with straps between the first and second toes and across the top of the foot since the 1960s. The term also describes someone who changes their mind or an electronic component. Uh, this day strictly recognizes the footwear that makes a flip-flopping sound as we walk, slapping the back of our feet as we head to the beach or make way for the pool. They come in all shades and colors, beaded, bejeweled, and bedazzled. Some are even made of leather and cork. The lightweight footwear is designed to protect our tender feet from the hot ground and sand. They're also easy to remove and put on quickly. Many flip-flops go from the beach to semi-formal dining in an instant, too. So to observe National Flip-Flop Day, Flip-Flop Day is the perfect time to go shopping for a new pair of flip-flops. While you're out and about, get a manicure so you can show off your toes and your flip-flops. Wear your favorite flip-flops and obviously share your stories with flip-flops on social media. So we have such a uh, a weird take on them because we it's not like we are living in California anymore where the beach is, you know, two hours away. The beach is like three and a half hours away now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... It's, it's it's frustrating. A nice beach, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> By all means, there are mm-hmm. more people at this beach. However, somehow it's less dirty and nicer, and yeah. people care more about it, which yep. is kind of annoying. But anyway, like there's Texas pride or something. <laughs> but yeah, no, we flip flops are definitely not something that is normal out here because there are snakes and giant ants that bite you, and not a whole lot of things that won't attack your feet if you go out there mm-hmm. uh, in flip flops. So nobody wears flip flops uh, unless they're walking around. On the house or like literally taking the trash out which still is dangerous because nikki went out in full tennis shoes and socks and still got ate up because she stepped on an ant pile that just had just appeared next to the the trash cans so yeah uh we i love flip-flops i flip, wore flip-flops all the time growing up and now it's like they're just non-existent in my life and i think it's so weird because yeah they're super nice to just whoop whoop and go do something real quick but not not here Mm-mm. you never see people walking around with flip-flops because it is you asking for no, not having working feet which i'm grateful <laughs> for and and i and i i don't care if people want to have flip-flops it's just i'm i'm gonna say this my mom wore flip-flops all the time and to this day the sound of flip-flops not a pleasant sound to me you know it's like Flip-flops have always, to me, been lazy, and I just, I've never owned a pair. I will never own a pair. If somebody buys me a pair, I'll be like, thanks for the fly swatter. So, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) So, with that, don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit. And that would be Podcast on everything.com. Definitely go and check it out because in the next couple of days we're going to be loading up a lot of our YouTube videos that we have going on as we grow that channel there. So, until we see you later this afternoon, peace out with your peace out. Bye.